0: You're about to listen to another inspiring word from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. For more information and interaction with House on the Rock, please visit our website on hotr.org.uk. Ecclesiastics chapter 3, Ecclesiastics chapter 3, we're going to read from verse 1 to verse 8. Let's rise up for the reading of God's word in honor of the second person of the Trinity, the living word of God, as is our good custom in all house on the rock churches. Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 1 to verse 8. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep. and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace. Uh, It's interesting that in this chronicle of various times, uh, there's some negative things there that we often do not want to associate with, but the scripture is clear that as surely as there is a time to love, there's also a time to hate. Oh Jesus, help me. There is a time for every purpose under heaven. There is a time for everything. Uh, I know we only want to experience the good, the dandy, the lovely, uh, but live long enough and you will inevitably experience every type of experience. Uh, you will experience the ups and you will experience uh, uh, the downs. This is the reality of time. Uh, what is key is to know what time it is. Uh, so in Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 1, uh, it says something, a bit perplexing when it says, ask ye rain in the time of the latter rain. Why do I need to ask for rain when it's already time for rain? This suggests that it is possible for it to be time for something, but for you to miss out on it, even though it is time for that. Oh, I don't know whether you hear me what I'm saying. It was time for Israel to leave Egypt at the 400-year mark. But because they didn't know what time it was, there was still another thing. 30 years before they left Egypt. Hallelujah. I came to tell somebody this Sunday morning that it's time for you to leave what used to hold you captive in the mighty name of Jesus. It's time for your redemption. That's what I came to tell you this Sunday morning. That it is redemption time. God wants to work a work of redemption in your life, in my life in our lives if you believe it come and shout yes I know somebody is saying but I'm already redeemed when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior I was automatically instantaneously redeemed and I agree with you, you are already redeemed that's a supernatural and a spiritual reality but it is now time for that which is a spiritual reality to come become manifest in your natural realm I am redeemed but now it's time for me to walk in the benefits of of that redemption, I came to tell somebody, it's redemption time. It's time to walk in the benefits of your redemption. It's time to walk in the blessings of your redemption. It's time to walk in the fullness of your redemption. So whatever the devil stole, and whatever it is that you lost, it's being redeemed in this year 2024. If you believe it, come and shout yes. And preach to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, it's redemption time, it's redemption time, it's redemption time. Father, help me, speak through me, do that which you want to do in this place today. Let there be strong prophetic unction for your will to be done and for your kingdom to come in Jesus' mighty name. And the people said aloud, Amen. Then you may be seated as you tell your neighbor one more time. It's redemption time. It's redemption time. Hallelujah. What time is it? What distinguished the the sons of Issachar from all of the other children of Israel was simply their understanding of of the times and seasons. So they knew what Israel ought to do. And they had their brethren at their command. You must know what time is it is. But the thing about time is that time is a mystery and it is often difficult to define what time is. Help me ask your neighbor, what is time? What is time? Uh, And as simple as that question might be, you'll find out that when you try to answer it, it's not that easy to answer, to define time. It's a bit difficult. It's a bit of a mystery because none of us were around when time was started. Is anybody hearing me what I'm saying? Each and every one of us woke up to find time. We went there when time was started. We just woke up to discover that there is time. And this creates a problem, even with our measurement of time. Because in measuring time, it is already inherently prone to error, simply because we weren't there when time was started. Uh, Therefore, as much as we're celebrating uh, the end of 2023 and the commencement uh, of 2024, what is there really to tell you uh, that the end of 2023 was really the end of 2023? Uh, Since you don't know exactly when time started, uh, the truth be told, the measure of time that we are using uh, is a human measure. It's the metrics of man trying uh, to gauge time. Uh, we are inaccurate a lot of the, of the time about what time it is. But, but God so loved the world that he comes in, in to be with us. Where two or three are gathered in his name, he will come and he will be there to speak into that space. So even as we are gathered in consensus and in agreement at the transition of one year to another year, God shows up in that space to speak Speak because of his love. Uh, I came to tell somebody this Sunday morning that we are still standing uh, in a Kairos window where. Anything good can happen. In a Kairos window, the heavens are kissing the earth. In a Kairos window, uh, anything good can happen and God is speaking. Come on, tell your neighbor God is speaking. God is speaking. God is in this place. God is here. This is his time. And so you must understand that God views time differently from the way that we view time. You view time in seconds, in minutes, in hours, in days in weeks, and months, and years, and on and on. But God does not view time or measure time that way. That's human metrics. Uh, what God measures time with is what is done in time. Hallelujah. What is done in time. So time is a gift that God gives us in which to fulfill purpose. Did you hear me what I'm saying? Time is a gift that God gives you in which to fulfill purpose. So, every day is a gift from God in which you are meant to fulfill purpose. So, the question is, what are you doing with the gift of time that God has given you? Help me ask your neighbor, what are you doing with the time that God has given you? Yeah. Some people measure their time by their position. Other people measure their time by their acquisitions. Other people measure their time by their duration. But God says, no, no, no. That's not how I measure time. Uh, What I'm looking for is, are you fulfilling my purpose for your life? Uh, Are you making a donation in this life uh, that will resonate in the heavenlies? Uh, Somebody say, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Time is life. It's only the living that really are able to experience uh, time. Time is life. So every time you waste time, you are actually wasting life. Uh, Tell your neighbor, you have, you must determine not to waste time this year. Tell your neighbor, you must determine not to waste time this year. I ain't gonna waste time. I ain't got no time for that. I ain't got no time for treading water. There's too much I've got to get done. I don't have time. Then we go quickly to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes in chapter 3 uh, uh, verse 9 and 10 it says uh, what does it say in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 9 and 10 it says what profit has the worker from that in which he labors I have seen the God-given task with which sons of men are to be occupied mm. This is, this is heavy, something to think about. He says, what profit has the laborer in that which he labors, the worker in that which he labors? The greatest waste of time is laboring in that which is not God's purpose for your life. That's the greatest waste of time. What's uh, the point struggling to climb to the top of the ladder only to find out that the ladder was leaning against the wrong wall? Uh, Is is anybody hearing me? Or winning the race only to find out that you are enrolled in the wrong race? Uh, In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 9, it says uh, uh, that men labor in much for profit. But what is the real profit in the labor? of a man, if the labor is not in God's purpose for that man's life? uh, What real profit is there in the pursuit of things? What real profit is there in the pursuit of position? What real profit is there in the pursuit of people? Men are trapped in a rat race of labor. I owe, I owe, off to go, I off to work, I go. Solomon said all is vanity. All these pursuits and competitions. But then that Ecclesiastes chapter 9 said and verse 10, there is a God-given task in which men are meant to be occupied. God-given task. There's a divine assignment, a divine purpose. The only labor that is truly profitable, even unto eternity, is the labor in your God-given task. God has an assignment for you, a task, a race that is specific to you, uh, tailor-made And bespoke for you. Uh, Tell your neighbor, God has an assignment for you. Uh, You're not here by mistake. Uh, You've got a divine purpose. Uh, Oh yes. Uh, Ah, but listen to verse 11. Uh, Let's look closely and quickly to verse 11 of Ecclesiastes in chapter 3. He says, "And he has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. Uh, Except that no one can find out the work that God does." from beginning to end. Jesus, help me. He's saying that he has put eternity in your heart. What does that mean? He has put his purpose, his assignment, his task, his race for you. He has actually locked it up in your heart. He has already put it in your heart. He has put the clues and the keys to your divine assignment in your heart. But no man can find it out by themselves. You can only find it out with the help of God. God makes all things beautiful in its time. When you work and walk with God, he beautifies you. I came to prophesy to somebody, beauty is coming your way this year. As you work and walk with God, He's going to beautify you. But you've got to seek God's face to unlock your purpose and your assignment. Ah, You've got to determine that in this year, I'm going to seek only purpose and divine assignment in the mighty name of Jesus. Is there anybody determined to pursue their purpose, to seek out their assignment, their God-given task that's going to resign from human labor? to divine assignment Uh, if it's you i'm talking about come and shout yeah oh jesus help me hallelujah hallelujah now we are in a season of prophecies, and it's great. It's great. A season of prophecies. We're all hearing prophecies, left, right, and center. Prophecies, good things being said. Hallelujah. But as I'm studying prophecy, uh, I didn't get to be able to unpack a lot at the cross overnight. As I'm studying prophecy, I'm finding out that prophecy is not as hard, mysterious, or mystical as we make it out to be. In the book of Ecclesiastics chapter 3 and verse 15 read it look at it closely ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 15 if you don't get anything else you got to get this one he says that which is has already been that which is has already been he says that which is to be has already been. Are you hearing me what I'm saying? And God requires an account of what is past. He says "What ha- what is. Has already been. And what is to be. Has already been. So, what is he trying to get us to see? He's trying to let us see that the future is actually determined by the past. Oh, Jesus, help me. To see the future, all I need to do is look at the past. Because what is has already been and what will be has already been. So, prophecy is not hard because prophecy, a lot of the time, is a repetition of the past. Oh, stay with me, I'm going somewhere. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9 and 10, listen to what it says there. It says, that which has been is what will be. And that which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Oh my goodness. It goes on in verse 10 to, 10 to say, Is there anything of which may be said, See, this is new? It has already been in ancient times before us. So Solomon is trying to get us to see here uh, that there is nothing actually that is really new. Uh, that if you study close enough, uh, it has been before. <laughs> It has been before. It's like the cyclical pattern of fashion. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a couple of years ago, we didn't wear trousers like this. We were wearing uh, the thin, slim, tight uh, trousers. But you know the funny thing? They say this is new. It's not new. You just need to go back a little bit further. You find out that there was a time where everybody wanted to wear these kind of trousers. And if you give it a little bit more time, it's just a cycle. It's coming back again. Is anybody hear me what I'm saying? Uh, So don't don't throw away those clothes. Keep them. Keep them. It's just a matter of time. You might find out that uh, they're going to fit once again when the cycle comes round. What is has already been. What will be has already been. Do you understand what I'm trying to get you to see? What I'm therefore trying to get you to see eh, is that what determines prophecy is pattern. What determines prophecy is pattern. Pattern produces Prophecy. I can tell your prophecy by looking at your patterns. (laughs) Jesus, help me. Uh, That which has is has already been. That uh, what is to be has already been. It suggests a cyclical nature of existence, emphasizing the reoccurrence of events and patterns. In essence, the past holds the key to understanding the present and predicting the future. Are you hearing me what I'm saying? by acknowledging that what has been is what will be and there is nothing new under the sun one can adopt a pragmatic approach to foreseeing the future. The idea that the present and the future are products of past patterns implies that predicting outcomes becomes feasible by scrutinizing historical behaviors and events. Oh yeah, you are in House on the Rock. This is how we roll. A profound revelation Emerges. To grasp the future, one needs only observe and understand the patterns of the past. The future then becomes a direct result of these recognizable and recurring patterns. This perspective should empower you to predict the trajectory of your own life by examining your patterns. As I, I highlighted in my assertion that your patterns are your prophecy of your tomorrow. I, I, I don't need too heavy a, 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 a revelation. All I need to do to tell you where you are going in life is study your patterns. Your patterns will tell me what your tomorrow is going to look like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that guy going to the gym every day. I see him uh, checking out his diet properly, doing all sorts of key things. I can tell you how he's going to look in three months, in six months, in a year times. His pattern is his prophecy. There are many things we desire. We desire the prophecy, but are we willing to change the pattern? Are we willing to engage the pattern that will produce the prophecy? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody with me this Sunday morning? So if you desire to alter your future, what you need to do is change your pattern. Therefore, we start to seek God's face. Lord, what patterns do I need in my life? What disciplines do I need in my life? What consistency do I need in my life to produce the prophecy that I desire? Oh my goodness. I'm tired of believers sitting down doing nothing and just hoping and hoping That something gonna happen? No, no, no! It don't happen that way. You gotta study and seek out what is the pattern that's gonna produce what I need. So we need to move beyond the traditional prophecy understanding of prophecy to a compel. This is a compelling invitation to become students of patterns. You've. Studied prophecy well. Now it's time for you to study pattern. Recognizing that God often communicates prophecy through revealing patterns, and the importance of studying these patterns becomes paramount. Uh, this therefore means, listen to me, that ignoring patterns might cause you to miss out on the prophecy. Because inside the pattern was the code for the prophecy. Uh, The key to understanding and influencing the future lies not only in studying prophecy, but also in becoming adept at recognizing and interpreting patterns. Uh, Yes, you can shape your future by changing your patterns. Uh, I, I love all the flowery things that's normally associated with leaving one. And entering the new year, new year, new me, new year, new glory, new year, new power, new year, new this. Hey guys, if you don't change your pattern, nothing gonna be new. Hello. If you don't change your pattern, nothing's going to be new. Lord, show me the pattern. Somebody say, Lord, show me the pattern. Show me the pattern I need to engage this year. Show me the pattern that I need to do. If I really want to change, i got to change my pattern. Hallelujah. This is the word that Satan didn't want you to hear this morning. This is the word that Satan wants you to distract you from this morning. And you've got to tell that devil he's a liar. You're going to change your pattern. And therefore enjoy your prophecy. If you believe me what I'm saying, come and shout yes. Ah, this resound a, a loud amen in this house. Hallelujah now as much as I have said that and, and this is that is so key I could sit there I could sit there because God has been repeating it over and over to me say bro study patterns study your patterns study your pattern and make the adjustments in your pattern if you want to see the prophecy change your pattern so as much as I've said that God goes on and says that. tell my people uh, the things that I have told you about this year about 2024 so stay with me as I unpack some things and I want you to take note of those things and watch as you see them fulfilled. The first thing that he said to me, he said there is no magical stop between 2023 and 2024. Oh, Jesus. There is no magical stop. You know, some of us just felt that uh, once 12 midnight locked on the the, the 31st of December 2023 and we stepped into the 2024, automatically Actually, certain things just stopped, uh, that there's some form of magical stop between the years. And God said to me, no, there is no magical stop between 2023 and 2024. And he said the word continuum. Ah, uh, He said the word continuum. He says there's a continuum. He said what was in 2023 will yet continue in 2024 and in many regards will even intensify. Hey, Jesus, help me Lord he said there's going to be a continuum don't 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 be sitting around just imagining that somehow simply because the calendar date changed some things just automatically stopped he said no sir it's a continuum uh, everything is connected there's going to be a continuation of many things you saw in 2023 and in fact there's going to be an intensification of certain of those things and then he brought me to Matthew 1 chapter 13 and he told me about the wheat and the tears. A story I told you at the cross overnight and he said that they're growing up together and he says you are in a season of wheat and tears. A season where wheat and tears will be growing up together. He says you are in a season when light and darkness will be together at the same time. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 3. He says good and bad will be happening at the same time. He says Satan will be working but God will also be working. He says there will be a casting down and at the same time there will be a lifting up. Are you hearing me what I'm saying? Wheat and tears happening at the same time. Don't be dismayed when you see darkness and you see light happening at the same time. Don't be dismayed when you are hearing good news and you are hearing bad news at the same time. He said it's wheat and it is tears. And then he said that pray for discernment tell your neighbor pray for discernment so that you are able to discern between the wheat and the tears uh, because they often look alike. Uh, You need discernment to be able to tell them different. Uh, I know it's said that when they are mature, then you can tell their difference. But the Holy Spirit said to me, you can't always wait till it is mature. Uh, Because sometimes if you wait till it is mature to tell the difference, uh, it's too late. Uh, This is where you need discernment. Uh, So early on, you already know uh, what is wheat and what is tears. You need discernment between the true and the false between light and darkness because even the enemy will come like an angel of light come on somebody shall give me discernment oh God give me discernment I need discernment and then he said he said that the wars will continue. It said the wars will continue. You know the funny thing about me and my study. I'm prophetic. I pray. God tells me things, but I ain't spooky. I ain't spooky because some sometimes the things that we shroud up in a mystical prophet, prophecy are easily seen by simply studying the patterns of what is going on. Amen. Uh, so the wars will continue. Hello? It's obvious, ain't not it? <laughs> we'll continue. <laughs> it's continuing already. And we really shouldn't even be so surprised about this because the scriptures told us that in the last days, what will happen? There will be wars and what? Rumors of wars. I don't know why believers sometimes say, hey, why is this happening? What is going on? Wait, hey, hey. Bible told you many, many years ago that this was going to happen. Why are you behaving like it is breaking news? The news broke since Matthew chapter 24. It was broken there. We're just seeing it play out. Hallelujah. He said the wars will continue. In fact, what he now said to me is that it's going to spill over. You're going to start to see the wall showing its face in other places. I ain't a prophet of doom. I'm just telling you what he told me. And I said that across night, uh, just a few days, or was it even the very next day, we hear about somebody being assassinated with a bomb in, in Beirut, Lebanon. And we are hearing about, oh, there's this happening over there. There's th- that happening over there. He says, going to spill over. He said, uh, pray that there will not be a wanton spread of war. Yeah. Is anybody hearing me what I'm saying? He said that even though the war is going to, wars are going to spread, they're going to spill over to other places, your job is to pray that there will not be a wanton spread; that it will be contained. Somebody somebody, shout, let it be contained. Let it be contained. Let it be curtailed. Let it not become a domino effect, a trigger that now consumes the whole world. You've got to pray. He said the saints have to pray that it be curtailed and it be contained, but that it will not spread, that it will not spill. No, it's going to happen, but you can contain it. You can curtail it through your effective prayers. Somebody shout, Amen. He said the divisions will become sharper. The divisions will become sharper. Uh, Again, you don't have to be too mystical to see that the divisions are getting deeper and they're getting sharper. And particularly when you enter into a political year, uh, do you know that in this year over 65 nations, somebody somebody was counting 80-something nations will go to general elections including our dear United Kingdom. And in a political year, definitely there are going to be sharper divisions. You're going to see sharper divisions, political divisions, ideological divisions, theological divisions, sociological divisions. It says there'll be divisions. But don't be moved when you see these things. There will still be great shakings in many arenas, disruptions in many sectors. It will continue. continue. The age of disruption is not over. You're going to see more disruptions, particularly with the Advance of AI. (laughs) Yes, certain jobs will be lost because of AI, but guess what? Certain jobs will be created because of AI. Stop being afraid of AI. This is the time for you to study to find out how does this work and how can I utilize this legitimately, legally uh, to be able to enhance that which I've been called to do. Oh my goodness, you don't hear me? What I'm saying? A few years ago, they paid you for having a great idea. now, having an idea is expected. It is normal. Nobody wants to pay you for having a great idea. Now, people pay you for getting the job done. Uh, done for me. Done for you. That's the world we live in. Uh, so, AI becomes an assistant to help you to get the job done. Hallelujah. Uh, make sure it's an assistant and doesn't take over your life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't get AI to do the assignment and submit the assignment. they will catch you they will catch you (laughs) you will be in trouble, hallelujah no, 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 AI is a support, AI is an assistant Uh, I can get information I can get refinement and then I further improve upon it uh, and then I use it, does anybody hear me what I'm saying, there will be disruptions because of AI there will be new players new risers new players will rise and take over are you one of the new players? Are you going to take over in this year? Can I hear you? Is it you I'm talking about? Is it you I'm prophesying about? Ah, you are about to rise like never before. Somebody shout yes. Ah, He he now started talking to me about light. He said there will be light. Gross darkness covered the the people, uh, but light will shine. But he said that light is no respecter of persons. He went deeper, and he said this. He says light exposes. Light exposes. He says there's going to be an increase in light, and it will expose it will expose. He said, what was secret uh, will be exposed uh, in many places. Oh, get ready, people. I said that at the crossover night, uh, and I think, was it the next day? Was it the day after the next day? They un- 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 unpacked certain, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the, the pedophile, whatever guy is Epstein, Epstein, that some files have been opened on him now, some documents that were sealed before, now open, and all of a sudden, you're hearing all sorts of names, although not clearly implicated that they've done something, but their names have been, in fact, we hear that there are certain people in the world that are squirming, (laughs) hoping that, their name will not be mentioned. Does anybody hear me what I'm saying? Light, light is going to expose. But it's, that's just an example. There are many other arenas where light is going to expose, where secrets are going to become public knowledge. So get ready for significant exposures in 2024. And he said to me, this will demand a personal routine in God for yourself. You've got to know God for yourself, Daniel chapter 11 and verse 32b says, And the people who know their God, they shall be strong and they will do great exploits. He said, You got to know God for yourself because the light will expose certain things. That if you are not knowing God for yourself, rooted well in God, it will shake you, uh, it might even want to cause you to fall. But that devil is a liar. Not what Daniel. 11.32 did not say. It did not say that the people that know their pastor. It did not say the, the people that know their celebrity prophets. It did not say that the people that know their prayer warrior. As great as it is to know your pastor, your prophets, your prayer warriors. It said the people that know what? there. God, they're God. My job as my pastor, as, as your pastor is to get you to know God. If your faith is in man, man will fail you. Your faith has to be in God and not in man. Do I have any people that have a strong and resolute faith in God under the sound of my voice? Come on, shout, yeah! And he said to me that there's going to be an increase and an advance in the supernatural. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Ah, miracles, signs, and wonders will advance in this year. Ah, can I prophesy? The lame will walk. The blind will see. The deaf will hear. Signs and wonders. The supernatural is not going down. It's going to be amped up barren will take in and deliver twins triplets and more miracles are going to take place Uh, the miracles you heard of in times past they are coming back again they are coming back again hallelujah and we are going to participate we are going to be partakers if you believe God that you are going to be a partaker of the miracles, signs and wonders of God God. Come and shout, Amen. But he won. He said, Don't follow. Don't follow the miracle signs, and wonders because that's not what you are meant to do. Miracle signs, and wonders are meant to follow you. Help me tell your neighbor, don't follow, don't follow, don't follow. It's meant to follow you. Hallelujah. You will hear of miracles and signs and wonders happening over there and happening over there and happening in that house and happening in that church and happening in that place. Rejoice that it's happening but don't follow stay where God told you to stay the miracles signs and wonders they're coming to where God told you to be they're following you and they're about to overtake you testimony unto testimony unto testimony if you believe it come and shout yeah woo. And he said to be further, that there will be yet shifts in this this year, the changing of the God. There will be some stepping into the background while others are stepping into the foreground. I told you at the crossover night that there are going to be tests in 2024. But listen, the greater the test, the greater the promotion. Satan brought the test to demote you, but God brought the test to promote you. So when certain things start to happen that you don't quite understand in your space and in your life... Remember that it's a test. It's a test. And you got to determine ahead of time, I ain't going to fail the test. I'm going to pass the test. I'm going to pass any test that comes into my space because I'm about to be promoted like never before. I feel that one in my spirit. Somebody is going to have a very substantial, a very significant promotion in their life, in their space. Even in this year, it you might, you might seem like it's not time for your promotion Uh, but by the hand of God, uh, you are going to be promoted. Uh, Your status is about to change. Uh, If you believe it, come on, shout Amen hallelujah. Uh, As I start to round this thing up, uh, let me tell you what God wants to do. Uh, There are many things that God wants to do uh, and many things that God will do Uh, in 2024. uh, We see in part uh, so we prophesy in part. Uh, God gave me a part to prophesy uh, over you uh, as a set man over this local assembly uh, that's specific to us as a people. Ayakaria and all those that choose to believe uh, and Run with it, he said. It's redemption time. I came to tell you, it's redemption time. He's redeeming what was lost, what the devil stole is going to be redeemed in your life this year, in the name of Jesus. Lost joy. Uh, being redeemed uh, lost strength uh, coming back, uh, lost fire, uh, burning uh, uh, lost finances resources uh, and money, uh, it's coming it's coming, it's coming, uh, it's redemption time, uh, lost people uh, you lost some people, uh, uh, some people walked out on you, uh, left your life, uh, God is bringing them back, uh, it's redemption time, uh, uh, restoration of relationships. Lost opportunities. It's coming around again. It's coming around again. It's coming around again. Lost positions. Lost dominion. Lost authority. It's redemption time. Aye, 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 aye. Domains are about to redeem, be redeemed back unto you. Even lost time is coming back. If you believe it, come and show you yeah I heard the word. there's going to be growth, there's going to be spread, there's going to be a reclaiming of lost territory in the name of Jesus. Whatever was lost in your life, He is redeeming. It's redemption time. If you believe it come on show yeah Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you dare miss next week's Sunday. Hallelujah as we talk about winning in 2024, but a lot of the time we are only focused on what God wants to do and what God will do. Uh, but we fail to look at what we are meant to do uh, to receive uh, what God wants to do and what God will do. Uh, hallelujah. I'm going to quick, quickly give you seven uh, things that are going to be critical uh, for you to do uh, to position yourself for redemption. Uh, number one, go back to the word of God. Uh, let the word of Christ dwell richly in you. You've got to have a hunger and a thirst of the word of God. You've got to esteem the word of God higher than your necessary natural food. And that means every time we are gathering around the word of God, you are first in line. Number two, back to prayer. Your prayer life is key to your life. Personal and corporate. You've got to revive your prayer altar. Are in your personal space but also in the corporate space you need to be joining the 5am prayers and praying along you have to pray for yourself it's great that people pray for you but now you are living in a day where you must know God for yourself and therefore be able to pray by yourself in the name of Jesus number 3 back to worship as a lifestyle Uh, worship is more than a song Uh, you gotta take worship seriously Uh, God is going to do yet great things uh, in the midst of worship Uh, so every time they gather to worship, uh, every time there's a summons to worship, uh, every time there's a call to worship, uh, you run right there in uh, because the heavens are going to kiss the earth Uh, number four, uh, back to faith, for this is the victory that overcomes the world, uh, even as our faith, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the just shall live by faith. It's only men that are full of faith that will be able to receive the redemption of the Lord, even in this year. And then he said to me, "There will be spiritual warfare, So, so you must not look at things just naturally. You've got to take a spiritual perspective and wage victorious spiritual warfare. That was number five. Wage spiritual. Warfare number six focus, somebody shall focus beware of distractions you've got to know your purpose and focus invest in your purpose have a bias for action as regards your purpose every day make sure you are doing something that is contributing to your purpose and to your assignment and there is going to be a compound effect, a cumulative effect that's going to result in redemption like never before, number seven he said life is in the seed. You've got to take your seed seriously. Your seed is key. You cannot expect harvest if you never sowed any seed. He says you've got to be deliberate about your seed sowing in 2024. You've got to be generous in your seed sowing for he that sows generously will also reap generously. You've got to be faithful field when you sow your seed every time you sow your seed you've got to have an attitude of faith as you are releasing it you are speaking as you are releasing it you are calling forth blessing as you are releasing it you are calling forth open doors you're taking it seriously you're taking it deliberately and you're going to see harvest like you haven't seen it before if you believe it come and shout yes he said if you will do these seven things if you will be faithful If you'll be disciplined in these seven things, you will see the manifestation of redemption in your life like never before. I came to tell you this Sunday morning, it's redemption time. If you believe it, come and shout, yeah, shout, yeah. It's redemption time. God is bringing redemptive blessings, redemptive liftings, redemptive benefits. He's bringing it into your life. He's bringing it into your space. In the mighty name of Jesus, when they say that there is a casting down, you shall say that there is a lifting up in the mighty name of Jesus. Pastor Paul said... 5784 the year of the Jew. Five, the number of grace, seven, the number of perfection, eight, the number of new beginnings, four, the number of good news. I decree and declare that those four blessings in their abundance shall be your experience in the name of Jesus, and they will cause a To sing the redemption song Ah, you're going to sing the redemption song Ah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah You are going to sing the redemption song In 2024 If it's you I'm talking about Give God the praise Ah, yeah, 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 yeah Come on, shout, shout, shout Shout unto the Lord With a voice of triumph Hallelujah Father, we bless you Father, we give you the glory. Father, we give you the praise. He's paid the price. (sighs) To be redeemed means that you've been bought back. And you didn't pay. He paid. He paid. He overpaid. (laughs) He paid once and for all, complete and total. He's paid. So it's a travesty for you not to walk in what has been paid for. We insist. We insist. That we walk in the benefits of our redemption, even in this year, in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this uplifting sermon from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. We hope you've been informed and inspired. Join us for services every Wednesday and Sunday. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at H. HOTR London. Also, live stream our services on YouTube at HOTR London. For more information, visit our website on hotr.org.uk.